everyone, welcome to Absolute Comics, the show that Sal from Comic Pop and Benny from Comic Storian brings you every Tuesday, again, now that we're back. This is the show that we get together, we talk about all the comic book news, comic books that we've read. It's more of a general topical show about the comic book industry. And it's brought to you by, like I said, Sal from Comic Pop, Benny from Comic Storian. And today's sponsor is G Fuel. If you want to get the insane energy that I'm showing you right now, then you go get yourself some G Fuel at the online store and use the code COMICS at checkout to get 10% off your order. And yeah, that's 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 the plug. <laughs> yeah. I highly recommend the new flavor, uh, Resident Evil Nemesis Tea. Uh, what? Okay, okay. So I, and I said this earlier on my show. Uh, they they have they had a uh, they had one flavor that was called Do- Spicy Lemonade Doom, and I, as much as I love G Fuel, I do not like Spicy Lemonade Doom. It was yeah, I don't. It's lemonade with chili flakes in it. No thanks. Now that's some people's cup of tea, but it's not mine. But they then came out with Resident Evil Three, the Nemesis tea flavored, and that one's good. Resident Evil Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's really good. I like that one. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, G Fields are sponsor for today. Uh, first off, I'm going to say uh, I'm sorry that Sal and I have been gone for about a month. Uh, it literally just got to a point where Sal and I were like, "There's no news. Every week is us going to be talking about COVID, and no news." So yeah. we just need to put the show on hold. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and the other thing is, like, y- y- the rewatchability is dead because we're, like, talking about the state of the industry and all that stuff. And it's like, first of all, it kept re- re- reacting. Uh, then it didn't do anything. And then nothing happened and nobody cared. Yeah. Uh, plus, like, if you say COVID on YouTube, you get demonetized. So, do you? you know, why? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, if you, if you tag it or say it, like they're basically like, "Oh no, you're profiteering off of such and such." It's like oh, I could Christ. see that. I made a video talking about the Snyder Cut, which is today's topics. For those who are wondering, today's topics are going to be talking about the Snyder Cut, which I'm still a fan of, uh, and I'm going to defend myself here because people are being idiots on my Twitter about it. <laughs> idiots. Um, and uh, then we're going to talk about the Batwoman Ruby Rose leaving situation, um, and then I'm going to decide if I should be releasing my video or not, or just saying screw it. Uh, and uh, then we're going to talk about a couple of the comics that came out, which is the only thing really significant. Let's talk about that first, Sal. Okay. The only thing significant was Flash 753, which was an intermission issue, and Deceased. (laughs) Yeah, Deceased was the thing that everybody's talking about, because Marvel still didn't put out any new books. Are they still not? No, they're going to do it, I think, next week, or this week. This week, yeah. Because it got to a point where this week they all came out, and I'm not going to lie, after buying the DC books on Tuesday, I forgot to go back on Wednesday. Right. <laughs> yeah. I looked on Comicsology. I saw the two books I might read and was like, is that it? And then just moved on. And I, I now understand why the comic book industry has been collectively crapping its pants for the last four months. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like, if you, out of sight, out of mind. Well, the sad part about what everything has gone on is the amount of writers and artists who are pretty much out of work because, like, the fact is, Marvel and DC can't come back and just start flooding with all the books that were supposed to come out. Oh, they will. No, they aren't. Like, a lot of them are just getting straight canceled for now. Oh, that, well, they're moving them to digital. Right, but that, but like a lot, but that's only some of them. Some of them are just straight right. up still canceled. Yeah. Um, yeah and right the fact is, like, they're already flooding the market. At least they're aware we cannot just come out with 70 books for the next three months and fix right. this. 
No, no. Some people, so many people are out of work or they're just getting back to work. You can't just be like, hey, your books are back. So your pull list went from being empty to having like $300 worth of comics in them. Yeah, my actual comic book store called me to see, like, are you going to come by? If you're not, no harm, no foul. But you have quite a few books in here now because, like, everything stockpiled and then it all came out. And then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that they were. Two different deceased books that came out. <laughs> right. Well, so, okay. So that's the bit. First off, the deceased digital. It looks like that's going to take the injustice spot. Yeah. That's what that looks like to me. They're like, injustice was the biggest digital selling book. It was a nice, consistent book. It gave yep. us a lot of revenue. We're going to make it another injustice book. But they realize the injustice concept has kind of run its course, at least until another game finally comes out, giving us another story. So yep. it looks like deceased is going there. And I am not yep. against this at all. No, I'm I'm actually very surprised because okay, we got deceased. We had the deceased spin-off series with Big Barda and Scott Free. We have deceased unkillables, and now we have, as we were just talking about, the digital exclusive deceased Hope at World's End. Yeah. And that's that's not including the deceased sequel, which is coming out shortly. Yeah, that's already been announced. That was announced months before all of this happened. Deceased sequel. Yep. Like they're giving Tom Taylor his own universe where he can freely kill and do whatever he wants. Which they did last time, which was much to everyone's acclaim. So why not? Five deceased titles, and yet I'm not hearing thing one about it being an imprint the way the Murphy verse you know, that's to say the the White Knight series is becoming a DC imprint. From the king of imprints, there's no official <laughs> deceased imprint, but we're getting a White Knight imprint. And by the way, Tom Taylor wrote all of these. Sean Murphy only wrote and drew the two books. I know. All the other ones are either like co-written, but entirely drawn by somebody else. And the imprint is going to be like managed by Murphy, but it's going to be mostly just other people, which completely ruins my enthusiasm for a white knight imprint because I only care about Murphy's opinion of Batman. Well, I think, I think that the reason for that is really simple. There's only so much you could tell in a zombie universe. So don't, don't run that well dry early. But there's five titles. Like, they're already tapping this thing, and I think they've right, got plenty but, of room. Well, you th well, I mean, they've already killed the main cast of the DC Universe in the first book. That's true. That's <laughs> true. But we have not seen what happened on Oa. We have not seen, uh, you know, like, there, there could be a number of things they could do. Hell, you could talk about, like, multiverse. We haven't even seen the, the – we saw the Marvel Zombies crossover with the main universe and the Ultimate Universe. I haven't seen any talk about DC having a crossover with our Justice League. You know, is that going to happen? Maybe Telos will show up. There's all kinds of options you could do with DCs. I'm not denying that, but I'm just saying as far as the imprint goes, just let Tom yeah. Taylor tell the story. He seems to be happy to do that, which yeah, is another yeah. benefit for them because it's going to be the same level of quality or consistency at the very least, which is great. But I'm just so, saying, I'm like, I'm, I'm shocked there's no imprint. It's just deceased, unkillables, deceased, hope, deceased, you know. Unkillables is gods. great, by the way. If anyone's like, oh, it's just a spinoff title, kind of whatever. It's no, a it, great it, book. I loved it. it. All it does is deepen the original series. It just yeah. gives you like, hey, remember all those other characters we just didn't have room for in the story? Here they are. And here's, what's, here's what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. And, the, and it picks up where the Constantine storyline left off. So that's definitely open for more. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, we haven't even seen, is Deceased in the Dark Multiverse? It's gotta be. Right? It's gotta be. 
I mean, we'll the only find reason out why I would like say... how Convergence did it. What we'll find out is when the Dark Ugh. Multiverse Crisis happens, they're just going to go through Deceased for a moment. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think if 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 it is, it will be in Death Metal. If it's not, because I think that Taylor has this like glimmer of hope with Deceased. Like we're in the shit, so to speak, but at the same time, there is still optimism. Right, it was and actually so hilarious, with, though. It, uh, we've been doing a D&D yeah. &D superhero game to replace Comics Experiment right now. I don't, uh, I don't know if you caught wind of it, but uh, we've been doing that. I've seen it, yeah. And I just had them in Deceased, and Andy and Dan's plan was to get the Flash to run back in time and fix it. And right. as the Flash, I'm like, well, no, I can't do that. You know, What if I make things worse? And both of them were like, then this? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um... Yeah, no, Deceased is great. Of all the books to come back, I'm kind of happy that was the one. Also, from a YouTube perspective, that thank you for releasing right. that. <laughs> <laughs> Giving me something to get some views with for a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you read any more of The Adventures Continue, that Batman series? Yeah, I've been reading that. Uh, <clears throat> Red Hood's been in it. Yeah. I think, yeah, oh, the biggest complaint I have of The Adventure Continues, I like the idea that we're taking established things that have happened in the Batman mythos in these like 15 years and we're throwing him into the story right yeah what i right. dislike about what they're doing is um the artwork yeah that's it, exactly my only complaint about this it's, it's just it's whoever they got to do it it looks like they probably did one really good sketch and they're rushing out these digital things that look kind of like it yeah no it, it's it's very simple it's very sloppy i i my thing, I remember I said this earlier, the, the art is by Ty Templeton, and I rem remember uh, Is he also doing the covers? Because the covers are amazing. I think uh, the cover artist is, sh well, for, for the most recent issue, which is chapter four, Sean Murphy and Matt Hollingsworth did the cover. Okay. Uh, I couldn't say whether they're doing the he's Ty Templeton's in the covers, but I wouldn't be surprised because it does still capture that spirit. Um, but my thing is, we reviewed the first issue, and I'm like, pass. Like it just it's so simple and borderline sloppy. I can't get into it. Um, and I got like raked over the coals by the comments who were just like, how could you say that? Like the original Batman the Adventures like were crappy looking too. And I'm like, more and more people are getting more and more like sick of it being so simple looking this was the issue where i went oh, okay because like you're meant to read it you know like with a comic book of any type a lot of work went into it and a lot of time and effort and particularly when you know how much work goes into a comic book every like every week or month um you you i tend to look at the art a little more closely a little more yeah uh spend a little more time on it with this it's meant to be like red and then just thrown away like the art is so secondary to the story because you're just more interested in being like, oh my God, Deathstroke's now technically in the Batman animated series. Oh my God, Red Hood. How are they going to explain Jason Todd being in the Batman animated series universe? Yeah. That you're just kind of like, I read the issue in like four minutes. Because no, you it, don't, and you're right. You don't you, need you, you to regard the art. It. Yeah. Um. Do you, have you seen what's supposed to be coming out in that universe? I've seen the action figures. Like I've seen the, like the John Paul Valley. John Paul yeah. Valley's showing up. Uh, Batman Who Laughs is showing up. That's yep. the like you could you could work in Azrael. You could work in most of these characters. Totally. But the Batman Who Laughs, I'm like, what? <laughs> I, you know what that is? That's literally just ka-ching. That's just <laughs> he still prints money. Let's just 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 
cash in as much as humanly possible. Oh yeah, put put him in the animated universe. Uh, sir, that won't make much sense. Put him in the animated universe. <laughs> right? How are you going to even explain that? Is he from another universe, or is it like no, somebody else? It's 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 Arthur Reeves from Phantasm. He became the Batman who like. I, I don't know, but Paul Dini's working on it, so he's going to do at least some. Good. I mean, my work. question with the Batman, like, they've never even established the multiverse in that, right? <laughs> no. I mean, we've done alternate timelines in the Justice League cartoon, but I've never seen, like, yeah, no, we've, we've seen um, the Justice Lords, so yep. they, we have seen the, the multiverse. Okay, um, all right. And then I guess you could just say, I'm, I'm an evil Batman from another world. Boom, that's it. Yeah. And don't bother explaining it. Like, just, I'm an evil Batman from another world. I'm done. <laughs> and the Batman's like, but how did this happen? <laughs> shut up stop asking questions what are you doing don't I look really awesome and it's like not really I'm a little sad if they come around the route of uh, like the Jason Todd explanation because mm. I almost feel like they're hyping it up and I feel like it's going to suck because of that because like yeah. Deathstroke's here and just Jason Todd's still hanging around if you look in the background he's still like on a rooftop I know <laughs> they're still they're still like it's it's four issues <sighs> come on like just 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 throw him in all right. How Why long hint do you at think... him so early? Right. Like I, I think because they were just like, we don't know if we're gonna keep people. Like the art's really not great. The story is kind of like, who asked for this by now? Well, the first two and... I agree that the Lex Luthor and Superman and Batman story was like, bah. yeah. The Deathstroke time. one, okay. You're putting Deathstroke into the animated universe. Okay, I'm yeah, it's pretty that. fun. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? The whole damn thing is just a big commercial for the DC Direct Action Figure line. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Which is a good commercial because I would love to have a Asriel Batman action figure <laughs> that looks like it's part of that universe. Um, and and I know you would love to have a Red Hood figure from that app, like because you know I'm you're a big see, Red Hood fan. The series, the the figure got leaked, right? Yeah, yeah. We well, they. I think they like released what the figures look like. like oh, yeah, seen here, them. yeah. Here it is. I can't and wait to cool. see him in the comic with the house. The, the figure looks better than the image they put into the comic. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you got Azrael as Batman. So it's Nightfall Batman, which yep. looks awesome. And I, I like, like the how the, the Jason Todd, the Jason Todd one. He's got like yeah. the dark under eyes. Like, Ugh. yep. I'm a bad guy. Oh, I got bad, bad guy eye. The shadow. <laughs> like, okay. And and um, I like how blue D- the slate is in, yeah. the, in the figure. It's just like, I'm really, really bright. Like, okay. I don't know how you're sneaking anywhere, but you look really bright. <laughs> but the Batman like, who laughs is like, he's got one of those like really over-the-top designs. Yes. Yeah, it, it's very stylistic. Um, he reminds me more of something from the Batman in it, uh, Batman Beyond show. Yeah, it's like really simple. It's really streamlined. Hell, they could be like, "Yeah, no, I am, I am Joker. I became Batman. Like, I'm, I'm Batman Beyond Joker." And then you Again. got Red Rain Batman. So they, they got to be going through the multiverse soon, then, because you got Red Rain is in there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the way, I would love to. Like, why did you waste time with that weird Harley Quinn movie that's set in that universe and not make? a Batman through the multiverse animated movie that's set in the Batman animated series universe. That's a movie I would friggin' buy. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean that Harley Quinn was set in the universe? 
Oh yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, they made this really weird, like Nightwing has sex with Harley Quinn. Like it's all Bruce Tim just satisfying as his bassist, most like lewd fantasies. I remember it's that. Just, like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what is this? And it's like really poorly animated and it's like really, really bad. They got like, and it was, it was when they were like, we could just get the people from Big Bang Theory. But before they decided to get Kaylee Cuoco, they were like, let's get the other one <laughs> to play Harley. It's just really terrible. Yeah. I've watched enough of that movie to go, it, no, like I'm not. I'm not spending the whole of my uh, of my time watching this movie. Do we know Pass. officially how often the adventure continues is coming out? Because I don't know. Because it got so weirdly delayed. That's the thing is, I have no idea. I would hope it comes out very frequently, given well, most of the digital how books bad are the weekly. art is. Yeah, and it's it's only a buck per book. Yeah. So my guess would be it's probably every other week. But uh, I, I think but it, it was be probably intended to be weekly because that's how Injustice was weekly. It used yeah. to be Smallville Monday and Justice Tuesday because that would that would always throw us off because Justice would come out on the day that wasn't the normal comic book day. Right, so you right. could forget Injustice existed for the longest time until someone would hit me up and be like, they killed Tim Drake. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like 10 behind. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. I, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing for me. I'm like, you know, during the drought – they should have just put out the damn thing. Like, they should have just finished the first arc. At least then people have been like, woo, Jason Todd. Like, and then when everything came back to normal, like today, you'd have a trade or a yeah. completed series. I mean, what is Batman The Adventures Continue occupying that <laughs> something else would be in its slot? Like, there's nothing. Bit, it's what's just, the new comic today? Because what is a scientific railgun? Oh, no it's idea. anime! I have gotten oh. so into anime lately without watching anime. <laughs> it's not even funny. Nice. Batman Beyond. I gotta add a laser cart. I keep forgetting Tuesdays is a thing now! <laughs> yeah. Should we just break Absolute Comics, Marvel Edition, Absolute Comics, DC Edition? We'll do that oh, one. Right. Back. Seriously, that's not let's, a bad idea, actually. People would really it. appreciate that. Although we would split the audience. People would be like, what? DC? I'm out of here. Well, yeah, but then we can also get double the advertisers. <laughs> mm, okay, you convinced me. I'm in. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm down. DC's been great. Adventure Continues has been great. Um, they've announced... Okay, what about those Walmart books that came out of nowhere? They aren't the Walmart books, but they are the Walmart books. I cannot yes, get a definitive answer. They're definitely the Walmart books reprinted. Um, they're not <clears throat> the high-profile ones. They're not the Bendis King Walmart books. They're the other ones. So there was a um, second Batman run going on during that? Yeah. So, because Andy's like, oh, I think that's a reprint from an old Batman story. And I'm like, I wouldn't put it past him. They had uh, Bendis writing the primary Batman story. So, yeah, no, there was, it's a reprint from the Walmart production um, for all of those. Uh, that being said, I kind of dug them. Like, what, what, I, what I learned from uh, these weekly DC books is number one, the audience is not interested in any way. Uh, <laughs> but number two, because we did a whole, like, our comic review show. We're like, hey, let's just do it. Let's, like, celebrate the fact that DC's like, screw it. Here's our, here's our, here's some exclusive digital books. And we got half the views. I'm like, right on. Well, um, I think it half with, the views in general. I wouldn't count it on that. I'm going to try out uh, the Flashbook. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking uh, about trying to get, like, they made Iris black. But uh, I think that might get in trouble. <laughs> uh, mm, maybe. I will say the Aquaman <laughs> book was unexpectedly good. Like, the art was incredible in, in issue one. Um, I really, but it, but it turns out that Ivan Rice or, uh, no, uh, Robert Venditti does a great job with Superman, like really gets the character and Paul Pelletier is a really good penciler. Like I really like if nothing else, 
the Aquaman book highlighted some great work and as did the Superman book. Like, hey, these people should be on the main titles. Right, right. I mean, that's, I mean, ben, we discovered Bendis should be on Batman. I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Bendis should be writing Batman. King should only do Superman miniseries. King should only do miniseries because he's really well, good at them. I like Tom King, but I agreed with you on the while ago with that. When we discussed, he's right. great with Vision. He's great with Mr. Miracle. He's great mm-hmm. with Adam Strange right now. Like he's, He did a great job with that Superman up in the sky story. Yeah. Every time that he has a limit on his issues, he does a great job. And even those feel like he has fluff at time, but at least it's fluff leading to something. Right. So, I, yeah. I still like his Batman run. You're not going to convince me otherwise, but I do not deny yeah. it went on about 50 issues more than it should have. <laughs> that's, that's where I am. Like, I was not a fan of his Batman run. I'm not going to convince anybody otherwise. But I, uh, you know, but like... I, I like, if, if you're going to say, you know, like, if you don't count as Batman run, I like an overwhelming majority of Tom King's work. So anyway, all right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the first, first we'll talk about Batwoman. Sound good? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you guys who don't know, Ruby Rose has officially decided to leave Batwoman. And what? this is where it gets weird. Now, I'm going to preface this by stating that as of May 26th, 2020, there's literally zero confirmation on any information. Everything that Sal and I found, and we verified that nothing new came out right before the show, is all theories, ideas, conspiracies. There's nothing. The only statement that has been made by WB and Ruby Rose right now is that it has nothing to do with her injury, which I find really weird because that means that we're all looking for an answer when you could have just said, yeah, it has something to do with her injury. Yeah, or just not even answer. Just don't let us assume the injury because everyone would have assumed the injury. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is that Ruby Rose had a horrific back injury, which I believe she actually Instagram lived the surgery for. Uh, just to kind of like highlight, like, look at this. Like I went through this, it's real. Um, and also to like, kind of like shine a light on, I don't know, whatever the hell you shine a light on for that. It was a, it was a nice gesture. I thought it was, it was also really weird and horrific, but, uh, but you know, she, she was, she got really messed up, uh, making this show, which I was like, is this show like, What's going on at CW? Like, I I don't remember Steve Amell hurting him. It's like, I have not heard of a torn, you know, tendon, uh, a sore hamstring from Arrow. But, like, Ruby Rose is making the Batwoman show for, like, half a season. And she, like, shatters her spine. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> like, I didn't know it was so dangerous. It just, it, and, and the shows look really bad. Like, <laughs> for me, I'm like, but the shows look really bad. Like, yeah, the stunts uh, you don't know, look that great. They don't. Yeah, like, like when I heard, uh, what was it? There was, an, it was another incredible uh, stunt person on, uh, on, on one of the Resident Evil movies, and they really hurt themselves or died. And I was like, Jesus, but like, it's all fake. <laughs> it's all CG. Like, what did you do? By issues or by, ep- by by movie six, like no one's doing stunts anymore. Like, come on. <laughs> Especially in Resident um, Evil where they're like leaping out of windows, John Woo style, fighting that, multiple Alice's and Yeah, no, I mean the, I don't she want got to like franchise again tonight. <laughs> yeah, just, skip a lot of them. Uh, no, I, I, I fell off when they were like, now we're in the future in a desert and Jill is leading a convoy. And Oh, like, that's four. That's uh, that's three. I like three. <laughs> I, I fell off. So I watched one. I watched two. I popped in for the one where they, Chris and Jill and Alice, 
killed Wesker, yeah. and that was the only one I've seen outside. Oh, of that was five. <laughs> why? Do, why do you know this? <laughs> My wife is a big fan of that franchise. I she really enjoys. I can't them. get you to watch Watchmen, but you can name off which individual episode of. Oh, you! I couldn't name which title they had because they all have incredibly <laughs> interchangeable generic ones: Aftermath, Retribution. Skyfall, I don't know. It's Skyfall. All, it's all nonsense to me. But uh, I do remember that like one of them was made with like James Cameron's Avatar 3D. And it was like, I saw it in theaters and I'm like, this is dazzlingly fun. It's such a rock stupid movie, but it's also like a blast to watch. Um, I, th- I think they, that the- was Resident Evil 3D. I think that's what they called it. It wasn't three. It wasn't the third one, though. The third one is where they're in the desert. There's a convoy and they're like, the whole world is a scorched earth. And then with four, they went like, that's inconvenient. Never mind. Just straight up. <laughs> never mind. Did. Like literally. No, it's not. I mean, like, so what was it? The world is a scorched earth in three. And yeah. then I think it was four. They're like, but Japan's okay because we're going to yes! go to Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, like literally four was like, let's, but look at Japan. They just got the virus. I'm like, the whole world was destroyed. And then they're like, no, Japan. And then they go and they, we, they get the virus. And, and then, then five, because they, they fought Wesker and they went across the destroyed world again to like yep. a tanker where the, yep, the, the cure tanker. was. And it was Wesker yep. with dogs. Like it's a tanker floating out in the middle of nowhere. And they yep. go inside and it's like, oh, it's a clean white room. And Wesker's just like, hello, Chris. And then you're just, as a viewer, you're like, uh, Chris had nothing going on with Wesker, this whole movie franchise. Nope. As a video game fan, I know what happened. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was the last fun one. And then five was like they they shoved Leon in there for no reason, and it was really lousy. It was just underground. And then the sixth one was the last one where it's like she's you know, no, it's just Alice by herself, no friends, and then no like, friends. <laughs> it's just really lame. The problem, <laughs> the problem with the Resident Evil franchise, and we'll get back to Batwoman in a minute. Cause yeah, yeah, Batwoman's coming back. Uh, and this is what the issue I had with it, and since the ones that I have seen, I think maybe I have seen them all actually. I think I mm. have actually. It's just it's they're so forgettable. Forget. Yeah, they're so forgettable. Um, they would try to shoehorn in the known cast members like Chris, Jill, Claire, but yeah. make them supporting cast for Alice. Yeah, and you're well, like, because the director the is married fudge? to Alice. Right, but it's like, who the fuck cares about Alice? And then they're like, and Alice has superpowers like Wesker. And you're like, what? <laughs> yep, yep. Ugh. Yeah, no, it's really frustrating when you're like, yay, it's Leon. He's played by a guy who looks just like him and has the voice of like a Slavic bodybuilder. <laughs> so like... Like, I think that I want to say that was five. I want to say that the director, who is Paul W.S. Anderson, who ruined the Alien and and Predator franchise before Ridley Scott made it cool. And uh, and by cool, I mean making ruining the Alien franchise look cool. Right. Uh, But he took a poll online and was like, what video game character, like what character from the Resident Evil franchise do you want to see in this movie? Because I literally have in the script, like, Four guys, and it doesn't matter who they are. Is that how he and, decided it? Yeah. And so they were like, Leon! And he's like, you got it! Here's a guy who looks like Leon, and he doesn't do anything Leon-y. Hmm. That sucks. S- sucks. <laughs> it's ju- it just sucks. But anyway, uh, Batwoman also sucks, but not for the same reasons, and See, Ruby Rose quit. Okay, so this is the part of the video I was putting out. 
Yes. Like, you don't like Batwoman, but you don't well, like I, CW I, shows. No, I wouldn't even bother. Like, you I don't didn't like watch Arrow, Batwoman. You don't like Flash. You don't like Legends. You don't like nope. Constantine. You don't like... Uh, eh, Constantine is a little different animal. It's it's It was an NBC show. He never had another show on CW. He was just on Legends after that. You know, that, that'd be like me being like, oh, I also don't like Swamp Thing because it's a CW show. Like, no, no, no. Swamp Thing was not made okay. by or for the CW. I, you know? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But what I'm saying is you don't like any of them. See, I, and everyone, I, no. and I, I've kept mostly quiet because I talk about CW shows, but I don't at the same time. Yeah. I never found Batwoman to be a terrible show. Right. I felt out of the entire show, the plot was really good. The villains were really good. The supporting cast was really good. I felt like Ruby Rose did not have enough time to be a leading lady in the show. That was the issue. Mm. But as the show has gone on, I was like, okay, well, now she's had 20 episodes. She's right. getting it. She's starting to act. She's doing okay. And now she's leaving. I never found Batwoman to be terrible. I felt like it catered very much to the Supergirl crowd. Like, right. both the shows aren't terrible. They're just not for me. So they were always last on my list of things to watch. I would watch them. They were enjoyable. But you always had those cringy kind of moments because it wasn't for me. And that's right. fine. Flash isn't for me. I don't care about half the things that happen in Flash. But then he runs with really bad CG and I'm happy. So Right. <laughs> Yeah. And that's the thing is that, like, I, I watched the pilot for Flash and was like, the woman who plays Iris is a bad actor. Oh, and Candace I Patton? know. Do not yeah. say that to Twitter. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> well, she. Behind was the scenes, I have had horrible. talks with Emergency Awesome, a.k.a. Charlie, because yes. I talk about CW shows and he talks about everything except most of the CW shows. <laughs> and I asked him his reason why, and he said, because the audience is crazy and I don't want to fight with them. <laughs> right. And, I'm and not the one to fight, time like, I put to this day, to this day, I put out a video two years ago, why season five is being ruined by Iris West. And the, <laughs> and, and the, the video's context is me arguing that the reason Iris West is ruining the show is they're trying to give her jobs that aren't Iris West's jobs. What That's she fair. needs to do is become a reporter and do reporter jobs because that is the character's role. She should not be the leader of Flash. She should not be the sounding voice. She's supposed to be his wife, and she does all of this other stuff. And CW yeah. doesn't want to do her stuff. They want to put her as the leader of Team Flash, which does right. nothing but create problems, gives her bad lines, and creates issues. And mm -hmm. this turned into the entire Flash audience of fans that are Candace Patton fans attacking me because I dislike Candace Patton and I hate black people. That was right. literally what the argument boiled down to. And every single one of them at first, I'd be like, watch the goddamn video because I right. don't... I literally open nope. it with, it's not a problem with Candace Patton. It's a problem with how they're writing her. But no, yep. they just saw the title, and I hate black people, and I hate right. Candace Patton. I'm well, because like, they just have, they have like, they have, they have Google alerts. Anytime a video comes up with like, or anything comes up with this, these keywords, yeah. I go to it, I brigade it, and then I just fill it with my stock response. But like, I'm, I'm watching the pilot, I'm like, she's, she's really not very good. And this show is not for me. Like, and, and like, you can make an argument like, well, you don't like her because the show's not for you. And it's like, no, no, no. She's a very not good actor. I, well, and just like Ruby Rose, I feel like the thing with the CW is a lot of times they just get people who are brand new in the acting scene because they're dirt-ass cheap. Yeah. They get oh, one yeah. name, Grant Gustin, Melissa ben, Benoit, whatever. Stephen Amell. Mm -hmm. Stephen Amell. They get one name you're going to know, and then they get dirt-cheap actors and actresses who have yeah. zero roles in anything else. Ruby right. Rose was only known for Orange is the New Black, which apparently she was kicked off of because she's a problematic actress. Well, we don't even know. We know that she left the show. Right. 
uh, and that both the show and she hated each other. Right. Like, <laughs> which is essentially like being kicked off the show. If your show doesn't like you, if, you, if your show owners don't like you, you're not going to be there for very long. But what uh, I'm saying, at, yeah. so like, and I agree, and the, she was a bad actress at the beginning. Everyone was, except Grant Gustin, and even he was a little, when do I break out into a song? I'm known for singing. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. He, he was a little wooden, which is funny because he's supposed to be very fast and very fluid. But like, the my, my point was just like, I was like, I can't get into this. Like, and, and I know who she is, and I'm like, she's gonna, she's never going anywhere. And so I'm out. And uh, yeah, and that's like, and then and then people were like, "Yo, like she gets way better." Forty five episodes later, and I'm like, "How much of my life do I have to dedicate to a show I'm not enjoying with an actor I don't want to watch before I'm totally convinced that she's halfway better than I thought she was?" Pass. Like okay. I don't live my life like that. I hate shows. People that love to argue. No, the show gets great five seasons in. My but that's not a simple. good show. I that show is bad. It is. It's a bad show. I use the anime rule. You have three episodes. If you don't get me interested in three episodes, I'm out. That's the end of that. Right. Uh, yeah. But funny, Natalie and I started watching the show uh, Penny something. Penny. Penny Dreadful? Yes. I've never seen it. So I don't know why I thought this. I thought Penny Dreadful was about a lesbian woman named Penny Dreadful and that it was like <laughs> sex in the city. And I, that's literally what I thought it was. And I was like, I don't, I'm not going to watch that. Why would I watch that? Like, like, I could think of at least two things wrong with that title. <laughs> It's so, it's so we finally, so we're watching the trailer for the spinoff, yeah. Penny Dreadful City of Angels. And I'm like, I don't think I know what Penny Dreadful's about. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I'm going to look this up. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, holy shit, this is like a show I would have been watching the day it came out. So we started watching Penny Dreadful. Nice. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I no, thought it was about I mean, a girl named Penny Dreadful. And for some reason, I thought it was like a sex in the city lesbian thing. No, that's and Veronica I'm, Mars you're thinking of. Is it? I don't know what I'm thinking She's of. not gay, but like, you know, even still. But like, it, it, it's the same philosophy I've had with everything. Penny Dreadful has got a huge fan base. I'm like, well, it's just not me. It's just not for me. Apparently, right. Penny Dreadful's like right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so, but yeah, watching, so, but, so anyway, oh. but we were saying about the Orange of the New Black and her leaving, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, she was that we, you know, if it was just she left Batwoman and they and nobody said anything, it'd be like, right, she got severely injured on the show. Yeah. It's not like Batwoman is going to, it's not like it's the Batgirl show starring Barbara Gordon and you know at one point she's going to be in a chair for the rest of the series. Like, this is Batwoman. There's no part of her role that isn't acrobatics and wire work that yeah. requires her to hurt herself again and again. So you just um, immediately assume, right on, she hurt herself. Maybe she hurt herself like way early on, but maybe she like had two, had a few close calls. They highly covered it up. And it's like, by the end of the season, she's like, I'm going to round up the season and then I'm going to freaking leave. And I'm like, right on, that'd be make, that, just leave it alone. But then you, you have both parties say, no, that is not what we're doing. And it's like, first of all, don't clarify that. And then secondly, then you find out, you look back and you're like, apparently when she was on one of her most high profile gigs before Batwoman, Orange is the New Black, they ended her arc early, early because both the show and she didn't want to do it anymore. And so you're like, there's a consist there's a continuity here with Ruby Rose and TV projects, which is at some point or other, Ruby Rose is going to quit your show. She's just, it's either she's bored She's demanding. I don't, I mean, no one knows what she's like in person. Like, we don't, you, no. don't, you don't have like her dear friend coming out and, and ratting her out or something like that. No, nor do you have like a, nor does she have like a famous director. You know, it's not like she right. and like Dan Harmon are really good close friends and he can talk about it. Like, oh, like how he does podcasts. 
He's always like, right. that guy was a monster. Right. Well, like you, 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 you like the community is a great like example of like what not to do in public and what your show will do to you if they think you're a liability. Yeah. Like they, they were like, well, no, Chevy Chase makes more money than Dan Harmon and he made the show. Get out. You know, and then once Chevy Chase is gone, they're like, you can come back now. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what? it. With Ruby Rose, it was like, I'm sure everyone on the show is like, yeah, things are going to go a lot better when Batwoman's no longer on Batwoman. <laughs> I mean, that's the so, w- so what blows my mind about that is, like, you want to replace the role, that's fine. My assumption is that they want to continue at least doing the current arc they started, the missing right. Batman arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I don't understand is, oh, did, by the way, uh, while you and I were off the air, the, you know that they've established Batman kills in that universe. You know, he kills in every universe that <laughs> Warner really Brothers does. produces. There's no version of Batman that isn't a murderer that Warner Brothers has produced. I think Adam West hasn't killed anybody. Like I think that Batman <laughs> Did is animated the only Batman one. kill anyone. Animated Batman had a very strong moral code that included no killing. But well, here's even the kicker: he... that's where everyone gets it from. Right. Because every other version of Batman murders. Yeah, straight up murders. Like, hey, Harvey, catch all these coins. Off you go. <laughs> the whole movie, he's like, don't kill Harvey. That's my job. I know. Like, what are you doing, you, mo- the, you, you hypocrite? The, uh, what was it? Even in the comics, recently he just left KGBs to die. Like, all right, oh, so yeah. I've broken your neck. I'm going to leave you here if you get out no, cool. <laughs> no, yeah, and now I'm going to seal you into this like place underground. Although they did retcon that he called Commissioner Gordon and was like, I left him in this room. You better bring like a thousand guys to go get him. Um, <laughs> yeah, he killed, yeah, he no, killed it, in Titans. Very clearly. He killed, killed in Titans. He killed in Justice League. He killed in the Batman uh, v Superman series. He's killed in every Burton Batman movie and every Schumacher Batman movie. But he doesn't um, say it. I think that's where everyone gets this whole, oh, he doesn't kill thing. Like, yeah. he does have There's, this moral code in the animated series, which did translate over to some of the comics, but yeah. he's not he, he's, he's not going to kill you directly, but he is not above leaving you to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Although, uh, you know, maybe he didn't kill anybody in, like, Batman and Robin. I don't remember if he did. If, I, I didn't see Batman and Robin to completion, so I have no idea if he didn't kill anybody. But, uh, <laughs> All right, Robin, my one rule. We don't kill. But if you leave them bleeding out on the street, that wasn't yeah. us. <laughs> right. Or if we like make them jump off of like overpasses or if you just drop them down like long narrow belt like church staircases, that's fine too. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. He's he's a straight up murderer in all those shows. But and apparently movies. in Batwoman he killed the and Joker Batwoman he kills. and he went and he, mm-hmm. he fled because of that. That's why he's gone. <sighs> you know, he killed in the Birds of Prey show by the CW as well. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he kill in the CW crossover? They were like, oh here, my God, yes. We finally have Superman. Batman. Oh, this Batman's murdered the Justice League. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kevin Conroy plays the one Batman that kills everybody in the CW universe. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, I love this guy who keeps saying, no, he didn't kill anybody. No, he didn't kill. No, 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 no. Well, listen, in the Titans show, it's a hallucination in which Bruce Wayne kills all those guards. If you think that that is a hallucination in which Batman did all those things, but never would, you're dreaming. (laughs) Exactly. That is their version of Batman and their version of Batman absolutely kills. It is a leap of assumption, but it's still It's a hallucination based on what Dick is seeing. And yeah. he, he wasn't surprised that Batman was killing in the hallucination. He was surprised that Batman was killing cops 
in the hallucination. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. At no point does Nightwing at any or Robin or whatever he was at that point say at any point during that show, "You broke your one rule," <laughs> or "I'm worried about Bruce. He's killing people now." Right. No, he murders people. And he's like, "Oh no, he killed." Good people too. Like, that's the problem. It's called reading between the lines, my friend. It's not. It's not about anyone telegraphing directly to you. I am a murderer. I mean, and this is also a follow up on a show where we have a Dick Grayson that's like f Batman, and a show where <laughs> Starfire literally burned people alive. Yeah. Where oh, Nightwing oh. crippled multiple people, and his right. entire argument is that I've become super aggressive because of how he trained me. So, yeah. I mean, also, maybe if, they'll come out and, like, when he finally... Well, he did show up. Maybe when he no. finally... Get, you know, old man Batman gets in the suit, yeah. they'll be like, okay, so I don't kill. And we'll be like, oh, I'm shocked because everyone yeah. else does. <laughs> right, exactly. You're the only one. You're the outlier in this, like, in this dark, twisted, silly universe. Didn't that's Raven der- murder some punk kids that were bu- bullying someone? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, remember the Titans teaser that debuted the F-Batman line? And it was, like, he... Nightwing... Or Robin straight up, like, kills people by, like, jumping on their necks and crap. And it yeah. was, like... The only reason... And he doesn't in the show. And I guarantee you that was a reaction to the fan outcry when they saw the trailer. And were like, what the hell's he doing? And they were like, <laughs> okay, well, ADR a couple of moans. Make sure they don't really die in that scene. <laughs> but they're all horribly paralyzed. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, Doom yeah, Patrol sorry. murders people, don't they? I'm pretty sure they killed people in that one or turned them into I, I've, I haven't seen enough of Doom Patrol. I've seen like six or seven episodes of Doom Patrol. Why haven't you seen um, Doom Patrol? I, I just literally, I, I watched the first seven episodes and was like, and then just got distracted. And uh, That's where I am with Harley Quinn. I keep meaning to go rewatch it. And then yeah. when I finally have time to watch something, I forget I was supposed to watch Harley Quinn. Until right? there's another teaser of Harley Quinn coming out. <laughs> that being said, I do. Yeah, actually, I don't. Do you know what? That's the one. That's the one. Batman doesn't kill in the Harley Quinn okay, show. To, to end our little debate with our Twitch person who says that Batman yeah. doesn't kill in the... T- okay. Jesus, yes. buddy, let it go. Definitively, Batman does not kill in that as far yeah. as we have seen. But Technically more speaking, than enough- on screen, right. Batman has never killed anybody on celluloid. But, but in that there's show. more than enough of that universe to go. It's not out of the question at all. That Batman yeah. is a mass murderer. <laughs> yeah, please. Like, I'm sorry, but like, just let it go, man. The entire cast of Titans practically murders has everyone someone. around them. <laughs> and that's the Titans. The, I know, you know what? The only person who se- even seemed upset that they killed someone was Beast Boy, but he <laughs> killed someone. <laughs> and he killed someone as a tiger. Like, <laughs> All right, but so anyway, anyway, Ruby Rose left. There's no definitive information as to why she left. Um, the only no. complaint I have about her leaving the show, I, I, like I'm fine, I've got to replace her. I don't like, and I get, I get why they're saying it. I've just, right. I've always disagreed in general on this whole. Oh, we have a lesbian hero, so we need a lesbian superhero. You know, right. we have, we have, a, we have a white guy. We're gonna get a white guy. We got a black guy. We're gonna get a black guy. But it, it, look, if you want to do that behind the scenes, fine. But when they're clearly like. And we will do someone who does right by the LGBTQ community. I'm like, look, I get you're doing it. You want to cater to the people who want representation. But yes. you're also now making us all question if who you hire is a good actress. Right. If you would just say we're going to find a great replacement who will, will envision the uh, ethos that Ruby Rose brought to the project, yeah, you're stating the same exact thing, but you're now not making everyone go, okay, well, she's a lesbian, but can she act? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. I mean, at the very least, Ruby Rose has had credits. It's not like Ruby Rose is like, 
a lesbian like actor who has never had a job. Like Ruby Rose is on a critically acclaimed series. She's yeah. been in films. Like on paper, she makes a lot of sense. Plus, she's her own. She does a lot of her own stunts. Like it made a lot of sense on paper to hire Ruby Rose. Like I get it. And like it. And not only does it like satisfy like she's you know, athletic and also has done all this other work, but also she happens to occupy this other thing. We're trying to like, that we're trying to fulfill. And it's like, uh, you know, I felt was was a great fit. Like she, she was a a prominent member of the LGBTQ community. So you got what you wanted with that one. Uh, She was athletic. She, she fit the visible look. She looked like Kate Kane. Right. um, Yeah. No, it worked. It, it, It technically worked on paper and it just, apparently just from from inferences that we've that we've been able to ascertain it's just like you know she's difficult to work with so or she just doesn't like working you know she's it's, like it's it's either she doesn't want to do work or the, the she's a pain in the butt to work with it's one of the two right. of them and that's entirely what it is right and like that's fair but at this point now now that you have like a show that you have an established fan base for and I've not seen, and I could be very much wrong because it's again about a show I don't watch in a category I'm not a big fan of. But like from what I've noticed, I haven't seen a huge outcry. People being like, "Oh my god!" Because when I first heard it, I think you tweeted about it, and I was like, "Well, it sounds like the death of show to me." Like if you, if it's like if, if after season one of Arrow, Stephen Mel's like, "I'm out. I can't do this anymore. It just sucks." Like then I'd be like, "Well, then Arrow's over." Yeah. Well, so here's the problem with Ruby Rose. Um, she. And maybe this is why she left. From when she first started it, there was a controversy about Ruby Rose being in the role because one, we're having the the prominent lesbian character of the DC Comics being. So yeah. you had your, I guess, I guess, like, I guess it's the cis white male audience. The basically right. like, well, I'm not watching that show. So yeah. it was already kind of like put into the the LGBTQ crowd as its primary audience, which, as we've discussed before, is, is an audience that CW is going for ever since they discovered by making small tweaks to Supergirl. There's an entire untapped, untapped demographic who wants superheroes and isn't getting them. So they made yes. that with, with Batwoman. I get that. But if I remember correctly, when she first got the role, there was controversy from the LGBTQ uh community because she wasn't lesbian enough yeah so i, I don't that being a thing I, yeah so i think we've hit a point where it's like you've hit neither demographic like and once you start arguing like well yeah she plays a prominent gay character and yes she happens to be, i think she's bisexual is that the idea yeah she's bisexual i think was the issue. like the yeah. actor yeah and it's like yeah but that's not to- that's not all the way gay like i don't i'm just like, i'm like just i right i i understand that like at some point or another you need to make a decision about what you're in the business of doing. Are you making a show that has actors in it? Like the premise of your, the conceit of your industry is hiring liars to pretend to be something else. Right. Well, CW's whole motto has turned into dare to defy. You've noticed that trend in the last three or four years where the, the what they're trying to do, and I am not against this at all, when they right. get people who can do the roles. I thought sure. Rose did the role fine. Um, but the goal is to get as much representation out there. Okay. So we have, we have and, a trans and a superhero company, on Supergirl. Yeah. We have uh, a lot of uh, minorities between like Cisco and um, uh, what's his name? The guy that made Black Hole or whatever in Flash. He's on there too. Uh, we had Luke Fox. So they're getting yes. a lot of representation for various minorities and small groups that don't have it. 
I'm not against yeah. it at all once they can do the role. If they do the role, it's fine. I'm good. I'm on board with this. Totally. It's when they can't do the role and they got the job because of that is where the issues come in. But I, I get I, – I feel like CW is more in the market of catering to those minorities – with Dare to Defy being their motto, that's what they want to do. They defy I, the the thing, you know. Yeah, the the well, they're counter. Yeah, they're defying the norm. Right. And I I completely forgot that was actually a thing. And that being a thing, like yeah, you gotta then you have to embrace it, which means yeah. they're in for an um, a more uphill battle because they have to find someone who occupies that role, who wasn't the person who perfectly occupied that role. Yeah. And it's like, and and I understand the controversy that they're. That they un that they unnecessarily created for themselves, where it's like if we had just hired the best actor we could to play this character, that would have been one thing. But instead, they were like, well, they have to be this these things that are literally that character, and it's like so now if you do hire someone who isn't in any way like not gay then you're going to hit yourself with controversy. People are going to be like, what? Uh, like heterosexual actor plays a gay character in your Dare to Defy series? And it's like, well, way to create drama for yourself when you really right. could have avoided it by just making a show. And that, like I said, that, I get why they did it. And I even said that in my video that I made that I don't think is going to go out. Um, I want to clarify <laughs> one thing before we... No, I get why they did it. I do. But you're right. Yeah, they yeah. created this problem where they have to cater to that now. Yeah. So... Um, yeah. Okay, so before we move on to the Snyder Cut discussions, I want to bring yes. this up because it's all in the chat from one of our regulars. Noah's Wild said, I'm pretty sure that it had the worst ratings of all the shows. Mm. Actually, uh, that is incorrect, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, Constantine had the worst ratings. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, actually, Salbert. That's your new name, Salbert. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, I did a little research on the uh, ratings for my video that won't be going out, and I will do oh, it great. again here. Um, so... Uh, the worst rated of the shows. Let's go from top to bottom. Okay. So post-crisis, when all of the shows lost a ton of viewers. <laughs> yeah, holy crap. Okay, so every show had over a million viewers um, pre-crisis. Uh, pre crisis mm -hmm. spiked them all to about 2 million a pop which is why we nice. have a crossover every year. Uh, and uh -huh. then they all plummeted afterwards. Flash hmm. is on top with an average of 1.1 million viewers weekly following the crisis. Okay. Arrow on its final season came in at about eight to 900,000 viewers. Okay. Batwoman placed third with hmm. about seven to 800,000. Wow. Right. Still very respectable. Yes, absolutely. In the worst performing show, oh. Supergirl with 600,000 yeah. views. And that is on season eight, which tells me that Batwoman is not getting canceled anytime soon. <laughs> no. That's too bad. I mean, yeah. like, I get it. I mean, like, yeah, no, that's great, actually. Like, all right. And... If no one's really complaining about losing Ruby Rose, then like you have you have a shot. Yeah, that's what it's gonna come down to. I'm I never looked up Legends of the Tomorrow. I was gonna happens. say it's gotta be Legends though has the worst views. I'm wondering if that's got the worst or better than Supergirl. I think Supergirl's the worst out of them though. Oh wow. Oh no, Legends is at six hundred to seven hundred thousand. It is better than Supergirl. Jeez, no. How's Black Lightning? Now I'll see. I'll see if Black Lightning. Oh yeah, Black Lightning. I'm looking at all the outlier shows that we don't really talk about anymore. Right. Uh, Black Lightning is averaging 600 to 800,000 views. Depending what? On <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, oh. Eight seasons of Supergirl. Yeah, okay. It's time to. 
it's so intense. I will say this. I, I, when I was doing the research of the episode, I was like, I was curious, what did Supernatural get that it stayed on the <laughs> air for as long as it has? Yeah. Supernatural beats out all of them with one to 1.2 million views. <laughs> nice. On the last season? <laughs> yeah, the last season. I don't know what it was previous seasons, but nice. it's still pretty funny in my opinion. Yeah, well, Supernat- yeah. Supernatural has more of, a, I think, a broader appeal, and it has a stronger and larger fan base. So in my opinion, if Supergirl stays in the air with 600,000 viewers per episode, anything above that staying. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not losing Flash. You're not losing... I guess is Arrow over because there's no Arrow anymore. No, it it officially ended. Ended. All right, good. All right, yeah. cool. Wonder yeah. what Riverdale season four has got because didn't that come out <laughs> with the big six hundred thousand? So that that and Supergirl, they're still going to recruit. Okay, well there you go. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's. Well, I'm sure the that. lowest viewed show on CW will be Swamp Thing. <laughs> wonder thirteen what, episodes. Wonder what Constantine's ratings were. Yeah, on NBC. Yeah, probably better. Cause that well, it's like one thing I was shocked about. Natalie and I were talking last night about shows. Um, do you know that show Superstore? No, it's a show about basically Walmart workers. Oh yes, okay, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. It gets four million viewers per episode. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was googling because the main actress is leaving the show. She's not coming back next season. And I'm Ooh. like, why are they continuing? Like, if the show right. it's it's gone on for five seasons, so it's not even like right. it just came out. and We're gonna do a swap around. It's because it yeah. gets four million views yeah. a show. It's because it's it's crazy popular. <laughs> oh, you got me there. Okay, no complaints there. Yeah, exactly. yeah, keep it going. Uh, That's why oh, the office kept going. Wait, this doesn't make any sense. NBC yeah. is an idiot. Constantine <laughs> averaged out three point three million viewers. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, that's not good enough for NBC. <laughs> Those aren't Parks and Rec's numbers. What was Parks and Rec getting? <laughs> that's crazy. Well, I mean, I don't even doubt that because it's being on NBC. It's just that every, yeah. everyone has that channel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Do you know Parks and Rec had another episode? Uh, well, was, it that, was it that like Zoom episode that they yeah. did? Did you watch it? Yeah. Nah. It was, I can't, Parks and Rec is too old, so I can't find it actually. Right. Um, how did I find Constantine then? I don't know. <laughs> um, it was really good. What oh, they cool. did was uh, they treated it like a, like they were the government workers using Zoom to go back and forth. So oh, it was fun. a normal episode. And we got to see where everyone's at. The oh, best, I really like that. Yeah. The, what I loved the most about it was, because uh, you know how Chris Pratt and the girl that he was... They're supposed to be together. Aubrey Plaza? Yeah, yeah, they're supposed to be married. But obviously, they're not nowhere near each other. We're social distancing. No. So the plot was that Chris Pratt's character locked himself in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. No, I got the Parks and Rec numbers. They're all over the place, too. Uh, but it's, mm. it's just because it's an old way of tracking it. Right. So it's... it's Yeah, I'm not going to... No. Yeah, I'm not going to look at the graph and stuff. Anyway. All right. Let's talk about the... Uh, elephant in the room (laughs) yes so snyder cut is happening now first off i I, i'm gonna make a statement here okay now years ago i kept arguing with all the snyder fans yes the snyder fans in general so let me give you a rundown so because you haven't even made a a video on this yet right you haven't said nothing so okay so let me let me catch you up on this this, i love i love rumors i love rumors 
So years ago, they stated, you know, Snyder Cut's so much better than the original, which no one had seen it, but okay, we'll go with that. Right. Um, and that it exists and that we need to start doing it. Sal was on the board of everyone just would not shut the hell up about it. Yeah. Uh, and we, everyone, even in the industry, just got tired of hearing release the Snyder Cut. Yeah. We were um, just like, it's it's over. Like, let it go. Right. And it would go on for years. And I even made the video being like, just stop. Oh, I didn't make a video. I think I just said it on Weekly Poll. Because I never yeah. made it. I never made an anti-Snyder Cut video. No, neither I would, did we. I would rant about it on the Weekly Poll. And the reason it was really simple. I got sick and tired of hearing hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Talk about the Snyder Cut. Talk yep. about this one image that he put out. Talk about <laughs> this empty can that has the word Snyder Cut on it. I, right. I, I hated all of that stuff and I got fed up with it and there was no, and I stand by this statement, no evidence that the Snyder Cut existed outside no. of Zack Snyder stating there's a Snyder Cut. That's right. all we knew. Mm-hmm. And everyone still was just like, no, Snyder made this masterpiece and we all yep. know it's so amazing and so real. I yep. stand by my statement and I made this video that it was weird how every month a new image would come out, a new actor yes. would talk. It never went away. Yep, yep. They kept fanning the flames. Anytime you thought it might have gone away, there was like a plane with the hashtag flying over San Diego Comic-Con. But more likely, it was Scott. It was, it was Scott Zack Snyder on the competing Twitter platform they pay him to use exclusively, uh, posting a picture from the storyboards when he was involved in the movie that showed a scene that was never in the original cut or in the Whedon cut. Right. Right. Uh, And that's basically what, that's what it seemed like. Just, he had a lot of backlog stuff. Everyone, no one put together the fact that he was on a platform that was like you said, a competition for Twitter. He wasn't on Twitter with this at first. He was on the competing platform. It was like, it went super quiet. And then suddenly he started making these posts on this other platform. And he would tweet out, if you want to see the unreleased stuff, come check it out over here. But he Uh never fully said anything. It was all, everyone's like, Snyder cut, Snyder cut, Snyder cut. It was just, it was frustrating. It was annoying. And it was whatever. And then I made a video about six, seven months ago. And I stand by this statement that... So much stuff has come out that it's weird. It's like almost like a conspiracy. Like they have been working on it behind the scenes. But right. the fact of the matter is, no matter what somebody tells you up to that point, the only evidence that anything existed was that we had Zack Snyder claiming that yes. he had a copy of it. We Which had actors. A, uh? Oh, I was going to say, like if, if the director and writer of the movie keeps saying that there is a different cut, it's not the most hearsay, but it's also like clearly Snyder was supposed to be like the de facto Kevin Feige of the DC cinematic universe. Right. And then he was fired. Like he, he left the movie because of his personal family tragedy, but also he was not invited back to keep working on movies. He did. He did have producer credit on subsequent movies afterwards. Wonder Woman, I believe. Um, But he, the, the vision of Zack Snyder was, no more at right. DC. I mean, so, regard, I don't think he was officially fired. I think it was more like you're leaving for the left. family tragedy. We're not bringing you back. It's and simple. they didn't invite him back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, I made the video about it, and I said it's weird that all of this exists. And I said back then, the fact of the matter is this: regardless of you being for or against the Snyder Cut. We have HBO Max coming out, and that should just come out on HBO Max. It'll quiet the people who want to talk about it. This man's creative vision will come out, even if it's just green screens, and this whole thing will be over. Yep. And that was where I stood with it. Because if right. what he was showing, and for the record, 
and, and, and people seem to forget this when they want to argue with me. Yeah. I liked Justice League. I liked Batman v Superman. I liked Man of Steel. Yeah. I will not state that they were the most amazing movies ever. Right. Uh, but I liked what he was doing, and I wasn't a huge fan of Joss Whedon's version of it. I liked no. it enough to go, it was a movie we saw, great popcorn flick, and a year later, I barely remember the scenes that happened in it. Totally. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't anywhere near what Justice League should have been. No. Um, I did like what he did in Batman v Superman and, and Man of Steel. And I think that was the only two he did before that, isn't it? Yep. I feel like I'm forgetting one. No. No. That might have been it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but everyone still likes to be like, Betty was against Snyder Cut. No, I, and I said this in my video, I was against the Snyder Cut movement because what originally it was, and I don't care what you think you were a part of in the beginning, because there's a lot of movements where you think you're a part of something and it's not. It was a <laughs> bunch of trolley fanboys going into things like DC Daily's live stream and just going, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. It was yes. trolley fanboys jumping on to anything related to DC, be it Justice League, Zack Snyder, or just, you know, the announcement of a new Aquaman book. Right. Going hashtag releases Snyder Cut. It was nothing yep. but a troll meme back in the beginning. But I will state this, and this is part of the reason why I was on board with them releasing it. The ones who actually had a good intention with it turned it into a good thing. It was about suicide awareness. They raised money mm -hmm. for suicide awareness. They turned it into a charity. They turned it into something worthwhile. And, and then with HBO Max, it was a good way to release it. That You know what I mean? That was... <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, is that, like, you can't buy that kind of publicity. If I were HBO Max, I would have absolutely released the Snyder Cut or created a Snyder Cut. Because Which is of what it seems like is happening. $20 million to finish it. Okay. Though, I will say, interestingly enough, and maybe you were going to say this, was the idea that Snyder, within that scope, asked for more money to shoot extra scenes and they told him no. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. So when this first first got announced, the, the, and this is what I love about it, the idiots who don't, it got he, Snyder came out and said it will not be the version you were expecting. Okay, and the news articles picked it up as he's going to do something different with it. What he has stated is that he originally made a four-hour version of this movie, and WB mm -hmm. said we want two hours. He cut it down to two hours twenty minutes. He's right. now going to release the four-hour version of the movie. So first off, I still get these stupid hashtag idiots that are like, oh, it's not the version that we were promoted. We want the Snyder Cut. Okay, well, fact of the matter is this. The version you were promoted was the two-hour, 20-minute version. So this four-hour thing, this is totally yeah. different from what was expected. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're technically getting more movie than ever before. So right. you should be very happy. Which is why I don't understand the people that are arguing. So I made a video where I just contemplated what he meant by this is a different thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if he shot new scenes? Wouldn't it be cool if we did yeah. this and that? And he's getting $20 million to finish it. Because I was excited because my biggest complaint about the Snyder Cut was it was going to come out like everyone wanted the Snyder Cut. My argument was you guys are being trolls. And even if it's the greatest movie ever, it's going nowhere. That yes. was my biggest argument. It was because it's going to be like Amazing Spider-Man 2 because he was setting up dozens of movies which now yeah. don't exist like when he released the stuff like oh i had ryan cho in mind where's that gonna go because yeah <laughs> well, and i can't wait for this movie because when it does come out it will promote 
it will set up the future of a franchise that's not going anywhere, featuring characters that you're not going to see with actors that are no longer even viable. Like, yeah. Affleck's out. He made, he, made a, he made a response. Just congratulating them for making it happen, but he's not coming Yeah, like, back. good for you, I guess, but I'm not going to be Batman anymore. Yeah. And I don't think Ezra Miller's going to make another movie ever again. Oh, no. I don't think so either. <laughs> so, and plus, like, uh, whatever her name is, uh, Mara, she's out. Like, you know, there, there's enough Didn't They straight actors. up fired her, right? Right. She's done. Like, yeah. that's out. Um, and Cavill's like a maybe. We don't know. But, like, you know, I don't... I think that based on the Shazam shot... He's probably not going to be back. <laughs> the fact that he was kind of pseudo-replaced. Now, I stand by the statement. They say that he hasn't been replaced. They just couldn't line up the schedules. I, I'll sure. take that. I'll take that. I'll take it. I don't know about you. I like Cavill. I want him to stay. I, I like him, too. I just I don't buy it. I think Amber Heard is, is out, supposedly, because of the abusive nature of w- yeah. what she did with uh, uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's not. I mean, Yeah. No, you're not. You're not getting any more of this movie, um, but you are gonna get like this four-hour monstrosity that uh, you know. Um, and, and twenty million dollars is quite a bit of money to help complete the uh, the effects. And have you heard? I heard a rumor that it was gonna be a series. Like it might not be a movie. It might so be like a show. He's turning in it. So the twenty million dollars, from what I understand, is to wrap up a lot of the visual effects. And what I'm hoping for is that it's, he's gonna put endings to a lot of his stuff. Um. Mm. But apparently he's going to take that four-hour version and turn it into six episodes. Okay. So, like, I love the people that are hitting me up going, see, the version we wanted is coming out. Like, no, that's not what this is even close. This isn't a movie. You're getting a show. This is a totally different thing that is going to be incredible. Why are you still trying to argue? (laughs) Yeah. Right. And also, like, it's not, like, again, he can't shoot extra stuff. So he can't wrap it up or finish it you know what I mean? Like, if Darkseid's in the movie at all, you know, he's entirely CG and... Well, he's in the movie because to... he already tweeted out pictures that he was in it. Yeah, I know. Well, well now, we've what, seen... How big is his role? Who the fudge knows? We just know he's we, there. Uh, my guess is he's on the phone. Steppenwolf's like, oh, Darkseid, it's not working out. You know, like... <laughs> I, they just beat my ass down. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I don't know why they started with me. I'm so terrible. Um... <laughs> But what yeah, I don't know. Mind is, <laughs> so I, okay, I am going to say I am on board of a six-hour version that is going to give some kind of closure to what he's starting. Why not, right? <laughs> I do want to know, why did he film four hours? Right, wh- well, if you recall, when they announced the, the slate for the DC Cinematic Universe, that was not called Justice League. It was called Justice League Part 1. That's true. It was a two-part movie. So my guess is they were probably Superman 2-ing it up, where they were shooting stuff for part two during part one. That has to be it. Because, like, I, I get, like, if you just want to go cr- go ham on a lot of this stuff, but what, right. what were you, what were you well, shooting like, for? They're never releasing a four-hour movie in theaters of Justice League. They're never releasing a three-and-a-half-hour movie of Justice League in theaters. No. They might now, after Endgame, but, like, that wasn't a thing yet. So it's like, in this scope... It, no, it, it, he was. I think it was they were shooting extra stuff for the next one, just in the event they were like, "Oh, we need some flashbacks." Obviously, Flash was gonna be time traveling in this like yeah. universe, so we needed some like extra stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's very it, it's interesting. It's fascinating. My enthusiasm for the Snyder Cut only exists so much as the precedent it sets for the future. Um, 
I do disagree I do- with them listening and answering the trolls. Um, yeah, I hate that. Um, but I, I am also- happy that they're not actually. It's all. It's almost like. They're giving the they're 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 still winning because they're like yeah. no 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 the version you wanted the two hour twenty minute one that he had made mm-hmm. no you don't get that it's not going to theaters but we'll give him free reign to give you a four hour version one so technically you're getting something but you're not getting what you've been fighting for <laughs> right like well you're never gonna get that and yeah. this is the closest thing and hopefully it'll sh- like hopefully it will shut everyone up. I doubt it. Yeah, another one. But because it's just going to lead to people then going, "Well, you put this out on here. Can't we get the Snyder version of the universe into HBO Max? Just cast yeah. other actors to do those roles, right? Yeah, uh, or just pay them more. You know, how much did Game of Thrones cost? You know, like it's it's an expensive thing, but do it. But now people are starting to complain, like, and 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 rightfully so, by the way, like directors who were screwed, particularly by Warner Brothers, like David Ayer, or like, where's my cut of Suicide Squad? Well, yeah, no, when I and that I agree with. Like, if you, okay, wait, so you changed out directors on a couple of movies, and now you're giving one of them back their movie? Like, what, what are you doing, WP? Right? Like, are we gonna get? A Josh Trank fan four stick cut now for for Hulu? Are we gonna get the David Dude, Ayer cut of that Suicide would be Squad? good? A Josh Trank, come on! Yeah, where's the hashtag? Release the fan four stick. Like, I I don't know. I feel like this is gonna set a precedent at least for directors to be like, I have all kinds of unfinished shit that if you have a streaming service that is is desperate for content, I could give you. It just makes you know? sense because I mean, all like, the Snyder Cut fans are now going to get HBO Max guaranteed at least for the first month. So if you give them a bunch of other things, uh, though, I would laugh so hard if the way that they do this is they're like Snyder Cut right here. We also recommend watching Justice League, Joss Whedon edition. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, why not? I mean, like, why wouldn't it be available? Uh, you, you own it, and it's there. Why not fill the space with yeah. something that you already own? Um, but yeah, I I, I think that uh, it's weird. It's interesting. I hope that, like, and, and I think that, like, at the very least, you've put directors in an actionable position to be like, yeah, where's my cut? Make more. And, like, hey, you know what? If grassroots movements or bullying campaigns like this work, like, how about a second season of Firefly? <laughs> yeah, let's, like, no, that never worked. We've asked for that for, what, 20 years now? Yep. Yep. Do well, you think Nathan ha- Fillin would even accept it if they came out? Because he he stepped yeah. away from the game Destiny. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think if they if there was a if there was a streaming service that did like a revival, you know, like Gilmore Girls or whatever, like a return series, it's like it's three movies that are like forty minutes a piece, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. He would do it in a heartbeat. Well, he did do that con man show, which was great, which I still can't find anywhere other than crappy platforms. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is it on anything at this point? Like, yeah, right. Like, I don't know. I would it, hope. It, like, have you seen the show? Yeah, yeah. It's it's on show. Amazon Prime. Finally, okay. It's on a okay, viable actual platform. Yes, you can also <laughs> buy each. I think it's on YouTube too. It's on iTunes as well. For the longest each- time, this was a great idea that him and Alan Tudyk did of basically the later years of the Firefly cast if they had remained popular, and it, you couldn't get it anywhere. Yeah, it, it was on Comic-Con HQ, and then it was like on another defunct service, and then another defunct service, and then another defunct service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it's funny, like now that we're in this place where it's like, because 
Oh, no, it's not actually on here. Oh, on Amazon Prime? Oh, no, there it is. Three seasons. Why won't it let me change seasons? I'm going to watch that now. Nice. Um, I, I think that, like, we could, you know, these services are sp- are dropping millions of dollars just to just to compete with each other. Oh, yeah. And make shows that only have, like, thousands of fans. And it's like, eh, okay. Like, and at that point, you know, if you're making HBO Max, which is a service I'm not going to pay for, uh, you... They'll probably you know, like, it for free. Uh, I'm still paying for DC Universe, DC. They gave us a, they gave us a year of that. I mean, it is later yeah, after a year. That was two years ago. <laughs> well, I will say, they haven't exactly come out with anything since then. I mean, we got Harley Quinn. That's it. That's on sci-fi now. Yeah, but that's not season two. Okay. And it's got commercials. You know, I'm spoiled on that. <laughs> but, uh, you know. I can watch Harley Quinn. It takes like 18 minutes. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, there we go. I got to catch um, up on Harley Quinn. I don't know why I'm still not catching up on Harley Quinn when they are as short as they are. I don't know. They're short and it's fun. I, the, the, the later half of this season has been better than the first half of the season. I'm, I'm, I heard, I'm like, oh. I heard that they did no man's land for this season. It's straight up no man's land. And they straight up actually finally confirmed Harley Quinn and poison Ivy. Kinda. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. They're setting that up. I feel really weird about it. Cause it's like, yes, that's happening. Um, but it's complicated and there is n- almost no setup for it. Like it just kind of happened. Like there's no breadcrumbs for it in season one. Like they're just friends. And okay. then we kind of just like, and then we're like, you could tell they're like, we want to do this now. And it's like, okay. I mean, like it doesn't feel as earned as it should have been, but I'm still on board for it because like, I, I mean, that's I, been I, a big I, thing about both their characters. Are and wild that's the thing. Yeah. Right. So I'm down. I, I also love uh, Poison Ivy. She's so great. It's fun character, great voice. She should just play her in real life. <laughs> um, but yeah, and Bane, best Bane. Bane! <laughs> so funny. But yeah. So anyway. All right, well, I mean, I guess that's kind of our opinions on the Snyder Cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, well, I'm, I'm thinking like, listen, if you're making this HBO with Max, Max thing, which nobody... Like which like I'm I'm gonna get to watch this Snyder cut thing and then immediately cancel, um, and it's like if you're gonna spend twenty million dollars to like finish it, just let him shoot, let him shoot the whole extra movie, like yeah. make it all then, you know. I don't know why they don't like if they're gonna do it, at least give him the money to finish the scenes he needs to give an actual conclusion to it. Right. I almost feel like it's going to be the whole movie and then it's going to fade to black and white text is going to come on and be like, and then the Justice League went to Apocalypse and fought Darkseid. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what that would have looked like in storyboard with sound effects. Cool, huh? Pew, pew, pew. We couldn't pay sound effect people. Pew, pew, yeah. pew. <laughs> cool. If only there was another medium that allowed me to see the Justice League fight Darkseid in an awesome bombastic manner in pictorial form. Oh, wait, I could just read the comics? <laughs> Nuts. Anyway, it's, you know, good for you. Uh, you know, I'm excited Here's a to see gif of dark more. side. I like that. Just. <laughs> right? You know what, it, you know what it's going to do? It's going to cut fade to black and then it's going to be Zack Snyder with his action figures. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a pile of money behind him. <laughs> so. All right. Well. I'm excited for it. I am because uh, I'm excited that there's a chance that my biggest complaint with a Snyder cut of it going nowhere it could be skipped. It's over. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm morbidly curious. That's what I'll say. Like, if, if you need quotes, you know what I mean? It's like morbidly curious about this thing. 
Well, I mean, they said they got twenty million, so in theory, that's enough to at least wrap up some plot points. At least, at least mention. Well, they can't them shoot anything. Passing. They can just finish the CG of the scenes they shot. Oh, I guess that's it. Get like, creative. They can't shoot scenes unless they're all with CG characters. <laughs> Suddenly, Batman's all CG. Yeah, just from the back, because you know his cape and cowl are all CG, like in half the stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna put on my suit, my 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 BVS suit. Because that whole thing CG. Just put that on, and then you'll shoot me from the back. I don't so, know. All right, we got anything else to talk about today? Uh, ain't that enough? I think we're good. <laughs> I think so. We've been talking for a while. We covered a lot of things. Covered a lot of ground. Had a few laughs. We did. We did. Um, I think our best discussion of the day was the discussion of the Resident Evil movies. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, where's uh, that? Release the Paul W.S. Anderson's... No. Dude, no that'd be more. cool. Yeah. No more. <laughs> you get him to do a DC movie, suddenly Alice is in there. <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah, the question is who will it's like it's like when Raimi's making Spider-Man. Well, who will Bruce Campbell play? Who will Ted Raimi be? Yeah. With with Paul W. S. Anderson, it's like, who will Milyovich play? Yeah, I, I I got the chance like he's making Monster Hunter. I know, I'm ignoring that. I like Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know who's in that? His wife! Do you know what the plot to that is? Of all the no. movies where you could just be like, we're just going to do some guys killing some monsters. They're like, it's a top secret U.S. military force that fell through a portal and ended up in Monster Hunter world. Why? <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Who sent around a cap call? I was like, we got to cater to the Western audience. They like... Soldiers and guns, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, you got to put that in there. I mean, like, I like guns as much as the, le- you know, in movies as much as the next person, but you know. So, yeah. all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, G Fuel, by going to the website, getting your energy supplements, and using the code COMICS at checkout. If you want to get more of this, please consider supporting the show by subbing right here on Twitch or going to our Patreons, patreon.com slash comic storian, patreon.com slash comic pop. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you, thank you so much for support, and we will see you guys next week. We're back to the normal schedule now. Uh, Sal and I both did get on live today, and both go, man, vacation was nice. Ready to talk about comics? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, and we'll see you guys next time, right here.